This podcast is available thanks to Anchor.fm. It's a platform where you could create your own podcast. It's very easy to use. It has all the tools you need to publish to other platforms such as Spotify, uh, Google Play, and also Apple Music. And I definitely encourage you to check it out. And it's very easy, like I mentioned, and you will be able to uh, create your very own podcast. So please check it out. Welcome back to the Afternoon Toast. Uh, We are excited to be here with you as we have many things lined up for today. We will be discussing background and history of why we called ourselves the Banner Brothers and why we call this podcast the Afternoon Toast as well as we are featuring a special guest um, who is part of the Banner Brothers, um, but he hasn't um, been in this last two episodes. And we'll kind of share why is that, and he's gonna share his experience here in Palau, and it was gonna be a good time. We'll have riddles, and we'll have the answer for the last last week uh, podcast riddle. All right, so uh, we'll say an official welcome here to Christian, uh, as he has been in Palau with us, but. Christian, why don't you just give a really short overview of who you are, where you come from, and and what you're doing here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, it's actually, I'm very glad to be here, to be invited. Um, yes, so I'm. my name is Christian, and probably the reason why you haven't uh, heard about me or, or heard me talking in this podcast that often is probably because I'm a little bit more a part of because I'm one of the married uh, SMs. So it's it's I usually have my, my schedule a little bit different from the other boy SMs, but I'm very happy to be here, and I'm also part of the band of brothers, mm-hmm. also one of the guys. You must to clarify that because yeah. we didn't tell him about the last two podcasts. <laughs> I'm also one of the guys, yeah. And uh, this is my second year here in Palau, and it's been an amazing experience. I come from Puerto Rico. So it's kind of a similar uh, weather environment. It's, it's also an island. And I'm, I'm, I'm very glad that I decided to come here with my wife. Yes, during the hardest moment, moments, you have somebody to rely on. And it's, it's definitely a big help. Yeah, that's awesome. So we, uh, we actually talked about starting this podcast beginning of the year and, and we tried to a few times but it was hard because here in Palau as we're teachers we're super busy because we have so much going on but uh, we were finally able to start it up and and unfortunately it just happened to be after a lot of the guys had already left right um, so there's only the, the three of us really that are still around um, and so it's really great to have Christian here with us today um, but but Tony why don't you talk just a little bit about about the band of brothers and how that kind of like came about and why we call ourselves that right so it's actually we started the podcast maybe two months after we were really just spending a lot of time together we had an idea uh, we were enjoying our time our meals and we decided to start this podcast but before we talk about that um, the reason why we started calling ourselves that is because we together as a group started watching a show called banner brothers actually and this show is really really good and is located and Europe and the Europe scene in World War II. And there's just a lot of individuals. You follow the stories of them throughout the war. There's some that don't make it back home. There's some that become brothers till today or till the last day on earth. 
And it was really cool, this 10 episodes. And together we started to watch each one. We would wait for each other. At the beginning, we were speeding through them pretty quickly because we started, I think, right before school started. Once school started, we slowed down a bit, um, but we still would wait for each other to watch those episodes. About that time we started watching the show, also, of course, we were coming up with the idea to cook together and everything and have our meals together especially in the evening, right? right? So like that was a big deal that sort of brought us all together and, and camaraderie and stuff so that we could hang out and spend time, not only just like watching the show, but but to cook for each other and, and stuff. So it was actually really kind of a cool thing. Exactly. I think it was actually the first week we were here where we were just hanging out, talking. I remember we were asking questions about each other. We didn't know each other very well. And we were just going in the circle, just asking any question that came up to, to our minds, uh, questions such as, what do you want to do in the future? Where do you see yourself in five years? Why do you come to Palau? We are asked a lot of things. What's your hobbies? What do you like to do on your free time? So we were getting to know each other. And I think, I'm not sure, I think it was that same night that one of our um, good friends, Harold, uh, he started cooking some, some stir fry, some rice while we we're talking, discussing. And all of a sudden we had a meal set up and we started eating it and we thought it was very good. We enjoyed the meal. We continued talking. And soon after that, I don't know if it was the same day, uh, we decided to start. Joe, uh, Joe told, told us about the Banner Brothers, the show that he really liked. Mm. And we decided to start watching that. So at the beginning, we'll make a meal. And then after the meal, we'll continue watching this show. But we, like you said, we definitely really liked it and we started doing it more often. Uh, to the point where we decided to do it every single day of the week, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Head Chef for, for bringing us together with that one. That's right. <laughs> so shout out to all the guys because even I was part of I was part of the crew, but I was a little bit apart. They still invited me and I was able to have some, some good meals with them. Yeah, I remember uh, one of the first week, the first or second week, we invited Chris to come meet with us and he told us about this dish potato dish and he that you just cut the potato in thin slices and you put a lot of cheese on it um there's one with a lot of cheese one with not much because joe can't deal with it as much um but we put it in the in the oven and it was so delicious i remember those on a thursday and that was really the first time you had dinner with us yeah, and, so. mm -hmm. and like you say it is definitely is it hasn't been as often but Every time I have the chance to invite you guys or every time you have the chance to come hang out, it's definitely always a great time. And we'll talk about that later on when we discuss about uh, what's the biggest reason why you can't make it every single night with us. Yeah, well, we we, all, we also like really enjoyed each other's company, of course, like after starting the show. And then we, we ended up changing our group chat name to Band of Brothers and stuff. And then we just started calling ourselves that as a group or as a crew. So it was, it was actually really awesome camaraderie, like I mentioned before, to have like you know, a group of guys that we could come together and eat and fellowship and stuff. And of course, also lean, lean on each other. Like Christian, like you said before, you had Lilian, your wife, but for us, you know, it was a little bit different because we didn't have a significant other here. Um, and so it was, it was kind of cool to have that um, sort of kinship built over time over the first month or so. Um, but then of course, after we, we became really close friends, um, we started talking about this podcast and we were sitting, I remember sitting around the table. Um, I think it was Brandon or someone who had like a, a mug or somebody, something we were talking about, like what we should do if we wanted to start a podcast, what we should call it, come up with names and, and stuff like that. 
Um, Tony, do you remember like how Afternoon Toast actually came about? Uh, yeah, yeah, I do remember. It was like you were said, we were sitting here. It was after a meal, I believe, pretty mm -hmm. sure. We were just hanging out, just chilling. I had an idea before already to start a podcast. I had mentioned it. We had both mentioned it with each other. And we just hadn't set a date to do something about it. It was mm -hmm. just an idea. And I remember that day we just brought it up. We we're like, let's make it happen. Mm -hmm. And as soon as we did that, we we're like, oh, what should we call ourselves? Maybe Band of Brothers. That's because that's what we call each other. But then we we're like, oh, I don't know if that would be good. Uh, so we're looking into names. We're telling each other ideas. Um, and we at the were, same... We were talking about... I remember talking about like what we thought the podcast should be about. Like what we should actually do in the podcast, you know? Right. And and like different topics we might want to cover. Of course, we said, okay, well, our audience will probably want to know why we're here, what we're doing here and all that stuff, right? Mm -hmm. um, but then we still weren't quite sure of a title. Right, right. So... And we didn't. We wanted to do something more relaxed, more chill, and something that would really help the listeners while they're doing their daily tasks. Not something very taxing or very uh, specific, or like a big philosophical argument or whatever, where you have to listen to it while not doing anything else. We wanted it to be something laid back. Um, I think that's good too. You know, obviously we've seen our our listenership go up a lot over the first couple of podcasts. Right, know, we've we've put out there over a million at least by now. Right, I mean, we, we yeah. talked about that, right? I mean, a million might, actually might have just hit two million. I think. Yeah, definitely. All Palau has listened to it already, so it's kind of hard to go outside, and the quarantine has definitely helped because if not, we would be taking a lot of pictures, autographs. So yeah, it, it has made it difficult. <laughs> <laughs> so we're still adjusting here to the fame. Um, There's paparazzi always trying to get us. That's right. We got to close the, the windows just because we like to be shirtless around the house. So. Only <laughs> <laughs> <Mainly> me. <laughs> yes. Um, so during that time, I know we were also looking for music, like, or just listening true, to a true. lot of tracks about um, just kind of like an intro music. And that's when um, Joe, he actually showed us one of his brother's um, songs, which big shout out for his music. And I encourage you guys to look him up. Yep, He's uh, Juicy Flutes on SoundCloud. You're welcome to go and check it out. There's a lot of really good stuff on there. Right, Juicy Flutes and Spacesuit. Spacesuit would be on, on Spotify. Spotify. Yeah. yeah, so check him out for sure. Uh, but yeah, he showed us a song that he had called Afternoon Toast. And when he put it, he Joe told us before he put it, he was like, this is actually the perfect song for an intro. And then he put it on and we were just listening to it. And then the beat dropped and we we're like, this is the one for sure. Yeah, for our intro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we decided like, yes, for sure, we're going to be using this. And something about this song was the cover and also just the name, The Afternoon Toast. It just seemed like, like a conversation, a regular just... Converse, basic conversation mm -hmm. um, type of name that or something that we related to as a, just a conversation. And in that point, we were all together after uh, lunch or after being together. And we decided like, this is actually a good name because really what we want to do here is just talk just like we normally do. Just talk with each other after a meal. Mm -hmm. And that's when we decided to call it Afternoon Toast. And we it's like, like, yeah. It's actually funny because I think uh, there's also a double meaning for toast because we, we of course have the bread and everything on our cover photo and all that stuff. But at the same time, I want to give a shout out to Brandon because he was the first one 
uh, like I said, who came up with the double meaning of toast because he had his mug. And right. He was drinking from this mug and he was like, hey, toast to us. That's he, right. He actually, <laughs> like, you know, gave up a toast to our, our fellowship and our band of brothers. That's right. That's right. So it definitely does have a double meaning, whether it's toast as in bread, which is like a meal signifying a meal or a toast of brotherhood together. Uh, so yeah. I thought it was, <laughs> I think, uh, a lot of times too, like with, whenever we get new fans who start listening, you know, I think, I think we might be able to start calling them toasties. <laughs> that's right. Hey, hey, that's good. Toasties for sure. Um, yeah, I think someone mentioned us as a toasters. So yeah. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Uh, but yeah, so for all you toasties over there, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, and we're, yeah. We have some exciting news later on I'll mention that I forgot to tell everyone, but yeah. Um, okay, right. so, and during that time, Chris, you, I don't think you were there in that moment. No, I wasn't there. Yeah, I, I'm actually just listening to this story for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not really uh, putting a lot to the conversation. Let's so let's, let's ask really you know. here, like, what, what were your feelings and stuff about, like, how we actually came up with, with the, the podcast and everything and, like, getting the ball rolling a little bit to try to record our intro up in the chapel and everything what like what, what were you thinking about it I, I thought the podcast was a great great idea because yes there's people out there that want to listen to what's happening to us but at the same time when we get older maybe in 10 years it'd be great to look back mm-hmm. on things that, that we were experiencing That's and true. i think i think it was an amazing idea and i remember the day we went off and we set the microphones mm-hmm. And everything. I, I, I was hyped. Yeah, it was, it was, but it was fun. It was so fun. It took us so long, but it was very fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. And yeah, I was very excited about it, actually. And about the name, I I was always wondering, where did they get that from? <laughs> I, I, I kind of thought it was Brandon, because Brandon has that oh. type of creativity where he comes <laughs> yeah. out with those words that you can, you know, you can use them. Kind of random. Yeah, too. yeah. <laughs> use the same word with two meanings and mm-hmm. just applies. I thought it was Brandon, actually. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I was wondering about the name, but I was always very excited about the podcast. I think it was a good, good. Yeah, good, and yeah. like you mentioned, and it's actually the reason why I wanted to start it was because I want to look back 10 years from now, 20 years from now, and have my kids, my grandkids. I'll be like, hey, guys, you want to check out my podcast um, and put it on for a Friday night or whatever and just listen to what I've experienced and just really listen to how I felt and knowing me, like looking back, you'll be like, man, this is the same person that lived through this. Now I'm going to be able to recall all these memories a lot more through this podcast. And it's similar to the reason why I have a YouTube channel as well, just because I want to be able to relieve relive these moments uh for the rest of my life and by then i mean we'd be telling our grandparents our, our grandkids that we're actually this is why we're famous like, this is how we became famous <laughs> that's why they have money exactly <laughs> not not only that but also like a podcast is, is a great way to like just to spread testimonies things that that's happen true. to us out in the mission field mm-hmm. All right. and also in the future sometimes we forget about these wonderful things that god has done for us in, exactly. in the mission field exactly. and, and when we look back or, or just listen to our old, old podcast we can see how good god was with us during that time and it, it's also an encouragement for us for the future just as for you guys uh whenever you're listening to this podcast exactly um and like you guys have listened to uh, those last two podcasts the first podcast specifically we talked about how difficult it was transitioning to online learning and how difficult it was to having to say bye to a lot of our 
brothers and a lot of our sisters, a lot of the SMs that had to leave. And it's just very cool. Like you mentioned, we're going to be able to look back and see how God was able to bless us even through those hardships. And we talked, we shared a lot of details, definitely a lot of details that I am definitely going to forget soon. Um, and being able to look back in this podcast is going to be very uplifting and definitely will be a blessing in my faith. And it's, it's going to strengthen my faith for sure. Yeah. I mean, I actually, when I was in SM before, back in 2014, I started a blog because at that point I wasn't, I wasn't recording myself or recording my voice. I didn't have anyone else that I was talking to. I was only just talking to myself as I was writing. Or, I mean, I guess I could say I was talking to my family back home as I was writing because I knew they were going to read it. Um, and, and to this day, I'm so glad that I was starting to write a blog because I was writing down the stories and what was happening um, in Palau. And so I was able to still have those online and on Tumblr that I can go back to and read at any point, mm -hmm. which is really cool because, like you said, it, after time passes by from an experience, you tend to forget a lot of the details and or names or... Uh, or places, mm -hmm. you know, and so, and at that, in, in that way too, like, like you said, Christian, I think it's, it's super important for us as, as a band of brothers, as a group to actually continue this podcast, at least for the next couple of months while we're still here, um, before we part ways. Right, right. And something that made us very unique, and that's what the principal said multiple times from other past groups, and also from other islands, something unique is that we were actually eating together every day of the week, basically every evening, mm -hmm. uh, breakfast, lunch, we'll have a school or our own respective apartments. But at evening, we'll get together and we'll cook for each other. And it's very cool how that worked out. We had, um, we were five of us, four, mm -hmm. four of us, uh, five of us. Yeah, five of us that mm -hmm. we would cook on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. The weekends, we were basically free. We'll just get together and cook leftovers or waffles if we wanted to um, but it was cool how it worked out we had um head chef harold on <laughs> on monday joe was yeah, sunday so was joe sunday. was sunday harold was monday tj was tuesday i was wednesday and then brandon was thursday right. so it, it was really really cool because at least for me Making food takes a lot of time, mm -hmm. but if you have to do it only once a week, it was very helpful and also allowed us to be able to be together every day, mm -hmm. talk about our day, be supportive to each other, and we were able to build that relationship with each other. Exactly. Um, Un unfortunately, like we mentioned before, um, Christian, you weren't able to, to make it out and to have dinner with us too often. Um, and so as we as we would do that, of course, we would, we were building our connections, like with the five of us, like Tony just mentioned, but, but, uh, but obviously Christian, you're still part of this, this whole thing. And you have been this whole year. Um, but what, what has it been like for you, um, this year and last year, as you've, as, you, as you've come to Palau as a newlywed couple, um, what, what are some of the, the struggles and hardships you might've gone through? Um, and what are some ways you might've been able to overcome those things? So when I came here to Palau, man, I was experiencing so much change. There's so many things that were going to be different now. So I, I got married on July 29. I went off to my honeymoon two days after that. And I never came where back. You, where do you go to your honeymoon? Oh, well, Mexico. Viva Mexico. Orale, orale. <laughs> so I, I went to Mexico for a honeymoon. And straight from our honeymoon, 
we went to Hawaii orientation and then we came to Palau. So, so you're essentially, you've been on a two-year honeymoon. Pretty right? much, yeah. Yeah, it's been a very long honeymoon. Yeah, nice. <laughs> and I've just graduated college. I just finished my degree. And it's, it's a big change from just studying to going to work. That's a big change by itself. Mm-hmm. Another big change was just getting married yeah. from being single, living alone, to uh, living with somebody else. That was a big change. And besides that... I'm not gonna live in my in my country. Mm-hmm. I'm living 13 hours hour zones away, pretty much the other side of the world. Well, technically, yes, it is the other side of the world. Yeah. So it's so much change. But at first, I was so excited that I didn't realize that I was actually just changing my lifestyle completely. Mm-hmm. It's a completely different lifestyle. So I came here to Palau, started to work. I was so excited. I was enjoying marriage. And it was amazing. But after after you get used to you, you have your own routine, you start to see the reality. You, you, you start to see hardships and you start to see that not everything is uh, color pink. Mm-hmm. Especially in, in, in the mission field, in the job. Mm-hmm. I'm not a teacher. My degree is not an education. I'm actually, my, I, I got a degree to, to be a farmer pretty much. I study animal science, so I, I have no experience with kids, and I was having a really, really hard time. There were days where I would just sit in the bus, going back home, thinking, "Why am I here? Why am I teaching? I'm not. This is not what I'm supposed to be doing." Mm-hmm. And it's, it was great that I had somebody to rely on. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I got back home, or even in the bus right next to me, I had my wife sitting with me. She would be telling me about the great things she experienced on her day. And someone just giving me just any type of encouragement. And it, it was amazing because that first year, man, it was, it was rough. It's very rough. And I, I don't know if I would have been able to, to finish the first year at all if, if I would have come without my wife. Yeah. This is definitely very, very, very tough. But uh, God knew, <laughs> God knew that I needed to come with, with, with my companion, it would have been very hard without her. Um, yeah, and then you just you came a second year also, right? So you yeah. definitely have maybe seen differences between that. Um, getting used to marriage more two years that's that's actually pretty good. I've heard the first year is good. And then it starts, then, at least to some people, it goes yeah. downhill. And then the party. second year is even better. Yeah, that's ah, right. So you see better. this guy, yeah, this guy, <laughs> he's definitely enjoyed it. Uh, so share about a little bit about that. So like, how's your second year been? My second year, I've actually had, I've had it a lot easier. I've had it a lot easier. It's been, uh, I've had more experience as a teacher. So it's a lot easier for me. Mm. I already had... Uh, ideas of how to manage my classroom, what things I shouldn't do in the classroom. And this really helped me this second year. And we have a new place that also really helps. Um, It's definitely been an improvement. If this year would have been as as hard as my first year, I would have need a lot more prayer than than what I'm praying right now. (laughs) Not saying I'm not praying, (laughs) but I would have definitely, couldn't definitely there's no possible way i can go through two years of my first year here in palau yeah 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 so there's definitely a lot of changes 
that happened in your life and a lot of those that we've never experienced and for some of us it'll be pretty long till we experience that or i don't i don't know for everyone different different brandon maybe i don't know anytime soon um oh, dean fred's the next one. Oh, dean fred dean fred's yeah the next one. dean fred he is getting married this june so it's very exciting two more week two more months i tell him each time i see him uh, he gets so so like nervous and anxious and excited and yeah he just ignores me uh <laughs> but but yeah it's i'm really glad you're able to share that experience and how also you were able to um highlight how important prayer was especially that first year and that's something that i always it makes me not question but it makes me realize how much even if when it's time when things are going good how important it is to still pray not just because something is going bad you should pray more about it um and i think that's something definitely a really good lesson that we could learn and it's always a reminder for me to uh really focus more on that relationship with god um and something that we haven't talked about and maybe you guys are questioning in terms of our how our food work our evenings um, I'm going to ask Joe, how did our finances work? Like in the beginning, how did it work? What adjustments did we make? How were we able to make this viable? Yeah, actually, it's it's been there has been changes with our systems that we've tried to tried to make happen of course over the over the course of this year. And and at first we were we were all like individually responsible for our night or for our, our meal. Like we we just would purchase whatever that we needed for for us to cook on our individual night. You know, so if I had spaghetti, then I would be responsible for purchasing all the pasta and the sauce and the garlic bread and the whatever else veggies if we wanted and things like that or juice um, and all of that I was responsible for for my night. And then I would just leave it up to the other guys for their night. Um, but then we realized after that that some of us uh, were paying a lot more money than others on an individual basis um, because maybe one meal would cost a lot more than another meal especially if we were getting stuff in package, like from our mom or whoever was sending us food, like maybe that was even free, you know? Right. And so we weren't paying any and we wanted to sort of make it more equal. And so we could all provide, you know, in the system. And, um, and so I think eventually we came up with the idea that we're, we were just going to put in uh, like a general sum for the week, you know? And so we, we got an envelope and we wrote down, you know, whatever costs like for our, for the week and we started with like $20 a week which actually was seemed pretty doable for all of us you know right. if you think about it $20 per for a week and that's if we cook five meals that's, that's five bucks a meal which like five bucks is really nice right right especially here in Palau like when meals out out in town might cost 10 or 15 dollars mm -hmm. um but then we started having a lot more leftover money in our envelope and so we were like wow we have extra money we what are we going to do so we cut, we actually cut our weekly expense to $10. So we started putting $10 in each and, and we would use that money to go and buy our food at the store. And, and even then we, we were sometimes having a few dollars left over. And so we, we found ourselves having a, this pot of money that we could pull from and, and buy stuff for our meals. And then we said, Hey, one day we were like, why don't we all just use this money to go out to eat together? So we'll use this money you know, to go out to the Taj or someplace like a buffet where we can just eat whatever we want and we can just pull money from the pot that we've been accumulating over time. And so that was actually super cool. I remember going out to the Taj that one day with and using our money and, and not even thinking anything about it because yeah. it was like money we'd already paid. Exactly, you know? exactly. So it was a really good feeling. Um, and and I want to say this, I think the key 
the 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 greatest key for this whole system to work is is really to just not care that much mm-hmm. about every last penny. That's right. You know, like if you if you don't really care that much about about the dollar spent there or the dollar spent there that's more than more or less than what someone else has paid, then we're we're all good. You know, we're all going to be fine. And and I think that there it, we, we wouldn't be able to say that it was exact amount, you know, that we all paid, like it wasn't exactly equal probably throughout this whole semester. And I think that Harold probably purchased more on some occasions than us and different things like that. And of course, you know, depending on what, whatever meal we were cooking, but, but I think that since we had bonded together as, as friends and as brothers, like we, we just wanted to provide for each other and we mm-hmm. just wanted to, to be there with each other and, and stuff. And so I think it was, it ended up being totally fine because none of us really cared all that much about, you know, trying to make it as equal as possible. Right, right. And I think definitely adding like the envelope, um, putting some money every week, it was definitely like very, very good system that we we're having. Mm-hmm. Not only because we were able to go out eat as a brotherhood together, maybe once a month or twice a month, um, we also having a steady amount of income every week. Uh, some people were still making uh, meals that cost maybe $5, $10, but that gave the chance for others to make a meal that was worth $20, $25. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we were still eating very, very well. Um, and with the same budget, the same that we were putting mm-hmm. in together as a group. And That's not true. only that, like you were mentioning, Joe, like we, we, didn't really care about having every single penny sorted out. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just cared about the concept about being together, eating together. And at the same time though, um, it was, like for us, if we if a meal costs $12.50, uh, we wouldn't take out exactly $12.50. I would just, for example, this is for me at least, I would take out only $10 because I didn't want to have extra $2.50. I would just leave it there. And after a while, everyone basically did this. And eventually those would add up for mm-hmm. us to either go to Sharma's, which is a very good restaurant nearby, pretty inexpensive. El, um, Melbourne, uh, El, what's it called? Elbow Melee? Yeah. Melbourne Melee, right. And yeah, so it was definitely a good system that we started to do the beginning of this new year. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that really helped a lot because there was, there was kind of a, a starting to be a little bit of a frustration with who was paying more money. Um, but, but I think that having our personalities all together really, really wasn't a big deal as in the long run, as far as, as far as like paying money and, mm-hmm. and doing all of it, because, because we all just wanted to serve each other and be here with each other. Exactly. Yeah. So. It's pretty cool how we are honestly all very, very different. Um, but we all bonded very well. Like every, every, like it was a very good dynamic group. Um, even though we all had different interests, um, we had different things that we like to do or different personalities, but it all worked out pretty well. And it's just something that is really cool. I'm very thankful for. Um, this is definitely going to be one of the big highlights whenever I think back about my student missionary year, my, um, my time here in Palau. I'm always going to have those memories in my mind, especially now with this podcast, I'm going to be able to relieve, relive those moments uh, once again. Yeah. So those of you, the the 500,000 of you that keep messaging us on Instagram about why Band of Brothers started or like what afternoon toast means, now you know. Exactly. Exactly. So now we're going to move on to our riddle of the day. Um, so first, I'm going to give some shout outs 
So we have three in mind for sure. And that is VJ and Jadida and also Esther. Thank you guys so much for listening. And we appreciate your, your feedback and being able to answer these riddles. The answer to that riddle was a pencil or a candle. The riddle was what is... What's something that gets shorter as it grows older? What's something that gets shorter as it grows older? And of course, pencil, you use it and it gets shorter, shorter as it gets older. Or also candle, as it gets older, it gets shorter. So that was the riddle for the last podcast. And today we're going to have another uh, riddle. And this one here, what we're going to be doing is that whoever answers it first and sends us a message on the afternoon toast on Instagram or our personal accounts, they will get a shout out. So it's only one person. It's the first one that answers the riddle. They will be getting a shout out for the next podcast. All right. So here is the riddle of the day for this podcast coming up for you guys. It says, what is full of holes, but still holds water? That's the riddle for today. What is filled with holes, but still holds water. All right, so I'm excited to listen to all your guys' answers. Um, and before that, we are thinking potentially in the future doing a giveaway uh, for some of you guys, all our fans. I know there's way too many to really keep track, but we'll figure it out sometime. Um, Chris, he hasn't listened to our podcast yet, so he's not part of the Toasties, but just kidding. I'll, I'll, I'll watch it as soon as I go back home. All right. <laughs> he's, a, he's a toaster. Um, all right, guys. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for tuning in this week. Uh, we hope to hear you guys uh, hear you guys for the riddle, and I hope you guys stay in tune for our next podcast. All right. See you all later. Thank you guys again for tuning into our podcast. I would just like to give a quick shout out to Juicy Flutes. You can find him on SoundCloud. Look up the song Afternoon Toast, which was used for this podcast also for the the cover photo that so graciously given to us for this podcast and if you guys have a chance go ahead and look up the afternoon toast on instagram give us a follow tune in for more podcasts coming up soon